It's She Sheds Real Light with Crystal Fry and Susan Price, and today's episode is Hit the Pause. So, whatever you're doing right now, we want you to stop for a moment and think. Okay, but don't stop if you're driving in the middle of the road. Like, yes. keep, keep driving, but try and think. Stop your mind from thinking. Hopefully, you can multitask. <laughs> Get your mind on pause mode for a second and really listen to what we got to share with you. There we go. Um... So we have a bit of an acrostic today. Um, We're going to be talking about the power of the tongue and how much power our tongues have and, you know, everything that comes along with our tongues and it could be good and it can be bad. Um, So it spells out the word think, T-H-I-N-K, and for T it says true. So is the words that's coming out of my mouth true? H is helpful. Is it helpful? Um, I is inspiring, N is necessary, and K is kind. So are the things we say in true, are they helpful, are they inspiring, are they necessary, and are they kind? Mm. If they're not, then we don't need to speak them. That's good, because the power of the tongue, first of all, has so much ability to do so much harm or so much good. Mm-hmm. And if we don't take time to really process what we're saying that comes out, mm-hmm. um, which all too often we don't, um, we don't really take into consideration, is it true? Mm-hmm. Is it helpful? Is it inspiring, necessary, and kind? It's more like whatever's on my mind, I'm going to say it. Versus, let me actually think this through and hit a pause button for a second mm-hmm. before I respond, before I act, um, to really say something that is going to be all of those things that acrostic and think. Right. So, you know, we, we pause, but then when we pause, we think before we respond. Yeah. Because, like you said, our words can do some damage right. if we're not careful. And so it's always best that we think about what we're going to say before we speak it out because you can't take those words back once they've been spoken. And those words have so much power to hurt other people. When is a time... I'm going to go ahead and throw oh, this out man. There. <laughs> when is a time, seriously, that maybe someone has said something to you and you've forgiven them and you've kind of moved past it, but you can still... You still, like know that that's what was like there was a time that somebody did say something that really did affect you the first thing that's popping in my head it's really not that big of a deal but back in high school I was very quiet Uh uh-huh I didn't go out of my way to speak to other people it was kind of one of those things where if you wanted to talk to me you had to approach me first yeah um that's just how I was and so um Oh, there was quite a few people that took it as I was snobby and stuck up. And that was pretty much the word that kept getting around is, you know, she doesn't speak to people. She's snotty. And for some reason, that always bothered me. Uh-huh. Um, but that's just who I was. I was just quiet. Like, I, you know, some people go out of their way to talk to people. And other people are just, you know, more laid, like laid back. And they're like, yeah. I want people to come to me. Which now is a lot different. I definitely approach people now. I was about to say, you're like, you have really come out of your shell in that instance now. I have. I've done better with it. Um, I think kids will do that to you too. Um, It kind of changes a lot of things, I feel like, just because 
I don't know why, but for me, kids was definitely what did it for me. But that was something that always bothered me. So even now, like if I see people from high school that I don't have a, you know, relationship with or continue relationship with, or if it's somebody that I haven't seen since high school, the first thing that comes to my mind when I think is they have that definition of their head of me when they see me, or that's their idea of who I am still all these years later. Yeah. What about you? Ah, I would say growing up, words got thrown out a lot um, by someone that I really cared about or that took care of me in general, my stepfather at the time, um, and who's no longer in the picture, but there was words that got thrown out a lot, and those really affected the way that I like carried myself, the confidence that I had in myself, um, and even really affected when they weren't thrown to me, they were mm-hmm. thrown to other people. It really affected like what was going on around me. So um, it kind of reminds me of like that scripture. I'm going to read the message version of it because I want to talk about the flame of a fire and how mm-hmm. like our words don't affect just the person that we're speaking to all the time, right. it can affect, you know, other people mm-hmm. as well. So James 3, 6 through 12, and this is the message version. It says, it only takes a spark, remember, to set off a forest fire. A careless or wrongly placed word out of your mouth can do that. By our speech, we can ruin the world, turn mm-hmm. harmony to chaos, throw mud on a reputation, Send the whole world up in smoke and go up in smoke with it. Smoke right from the pit of hell. This is scary. You can tame a tiger, but you can't tame a tongue. It's never been done. The tongue ruins wild, a wanton, the tongue runs wild, a wanton killer. With our tongues, we bless God our Father. With the same tongues, we curse the very men and women He made in His image. Mm. Curses and blessings out of the same mouth. That's crazy if you think about it. Seriously, when we, out of our mouth, we can speak curses Mm -hmm. and we can speak blessings out of that same mouth. And then 10 through 12 in that same scripture says, My friends, this can't go on. A spring doesn't gush fresh water one day and brackish the next, does it? Apple trees don't bear strawberries, do they? Raspberry bushes don't bear apples, do they? You're not going to dip into a polluted mud hole and get a cup of clear, cool water, are you? And so I thought about a fire. And I thought about, just as it said, you know, like a fire, a brush fire, a wildfire starts off with just a little spark. Mm -hmm. And then that little spark that little word that you speak to somebody else then runs rampant. Mm-hmm. It can affect trees and houses. It can affect other people. It can affect, affect confidence. Like a one word or just something that we say that can be just mass destruction to m- multiple people around us. Mm-hmm. It's crazy when I, when I was listening to you read the scripture in that version, um, one thing that stood out to me um, is basically that you can tame a wild tiger, but you can't tame a tongue. So yeah. Our tongues are wilder than a wild animal. And so, you know, it definitely, like you were saying with a fire, 
you know, all it takes is for one person to speak something over us and it gets in our minds and it sticks with us for a very long time, sometimes forever. Yeah. But then we carry that with us through our confidence and then carry that into other relationships that we Mm -hmm. have. And that can affect other people because oftentimes we hold back from certain things because we've been hurt in the past from other things. Yeah. And so it affects people that you hadn't even met yet from something that happened in the past. Yeah. I think that what kind of comes to my mind too is, is when you, even if it's in your household and it kind of happens, like as I was speaking, it could be something that you bring into the next generation if you're not careful is that harmful and that mass destruction and when I think of mass like I think of generations it being like a generational impact kind of thing as well so it's something that our tongues can be so beautiful so fluent so um, intricately just speak gospel and truth Mm -hmm. and to think about at the same times it can be so destructive right um it's kind of scary it is you know we can worship or we can whine we can defend or we can divide we can have compassion or criticize Uh we can bless or we can bruise and Mm. so when you think about it like that like we have to make a choice what we're going to allow to come out of our mouths Is it going to be positive thoughts or is it going to be negative things? You know, because our words are like poison. I think we've mentioned that before. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't give somebody a cup of poison to drink. So why would you want to speak that over their lives? It's like that scripture, the tongue has the power of life and death. And those who love it will eat its fruit in Proverbs. Yeah. Well, life and death. So we had that power. Can you imagine like we, just us, who we are, had the power to speak life or to speak death? That's scary. Like you just said, like, that's really scary. The fact that we have that power to hurt people. We have that power to change people's opinions about themselves. Like, we we hold a lot of power just in the tongues, in our mouths. Something so small can cause something so big. It really is scary to think about because, I mean, in all honesty, I know that it's something that I have to work on on a daily basis Mm -hmm. and I feel like as I lean in more to God I feel like there's more positive things that come out of my mouth versus negative and not even thinking about it you know what I mean like not taking that time to really think about what I'm going to speak before I say it yeah I'm quick to to speak things. Yeah. I, I'm better now than I used to be, but I have, um, I mean, I've said some pretty hurtful things to people. I mean, I can admit that for sure. Um, but even like in, in the heat of an argument with like mm-hmm. your spouse or even your kids or mm-hmm. somebody at work or a friend, like it, you know, I, I've gotten better over the years with stopping and, and thinking about my words, but still I could benefit from thinking more, mm-hmm. um, waiting to speak, because I think that's something we had mentioned in a previous episode is, you know, we don't have to answer right then mm-hmm. because, you know, if we're angry, honestly, I don't feel like when you're angry is a good time to respond to something. Yeah. Like, you need to get your thoughts together. You need to go to God in prayer and you need him to be able to calm you down and, and be able to give you nice things to say. I mean, what's the old fashioned saying? Like, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. Yeah. What is that other one too? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. So not true. So not true. <laughs> <laughs> I remember people saying that all the I time know. and I'm like, words don't yeah, they do. They words do hurt. Oh, 
I cut sh- to the core. Strike a nerve. The, I mean, words are just as, I wouldn't say just as, but words can be almost as, I mean, that verbal abuse, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a bad thing on some, I mean, that's very hurtful to yeah. people and, and you know, their confidence. It's damaging. And so, you know, our words, the way we should be looking at it, you know, our words should always represent Christ. The things that come out of our mouths should always represent him. And granted, I know we're not perfect and we're going to say things we shouldn't. And, you know, that's part of us being human, you know, our flesh. But, you know, we really do have to be cautious about what we say because it does have that power to affect other people in mm-hmm. negative ways. And I don't want to be responsible for that. Like, I don't, I don't want to be the reason yeah. that anybody has a different outlook on themselves or feels a different way about themselves because I've said something hurtful. Well, you think about it, words can really turn somebody away from God. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We're not very careful. That's the truth. You know, I... I had written down Psalms 1914. Uh-huh. It says, May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. I like, though, in that scripture, it says meditate. Because meditation means what? Like kind of being by yourself, mm-hmm. really like um, taking time. Uh, that gives you the opportunity to process and almost get the right things into action. Um to speak out mm-hmm. versus, you know, it saying something else, you yeah. know, like meditating on his truth, right? His promises, you know, mm-hmm. meditating on what the scripture tells us, what he's already given us in the word and just truly focusing on that before we speak a word to someone else. Yeah. When's the time that you have used either a word, it could be something as simple as a word that mm-hmm. hurt someone or you said something to someone and you know that it affected them, um, and now you you realize that that was something you shouldn't have done or said. Oh, my said. goodness, girl. Really? <laughs> <laughs> just one. Yeah, just one. <laughs> Let me pick this one. One time. No, really, honestly, the one time that sticks out in my mind um, more than any time. Well, I'll say that now. But just one time that sticks out in my mind is when I was younger, I wanted to tell my mom exactly how I felt and exactly what she had done to make me feel that way. Mm-hmm. And this is after I had left the house and everything. Um, and I can remember my brother calling me up after I didn't even give her time a chance to speak or nothing. Like I just let her have it. And then I hung up the phone. <laughs> so it was like, here you go, done. My mom called my brother, and my brother called me, and he was like, what did you just do? And I said, I told her how I felt. And he was like, uh, okay. (laughs) And I remember that to this day because it was so ugly, but I was hurting, Mm -hmm. and I was in such a bad place that I didn't care who else hurt. And it wasn't, you know, there was, I took no responsibility for what I did. Right. And it was just damage. Like, it was so much damage. It was it was not controlling. It was, you know, controlling myself. It was just damage done to somebody else that was hurt. And I was hurt. And, and what did that solve? Absolutely nothing. Right. And, you know, now, obviously, I've taken the time to say, I am so sorry. Because sometimes I was just so stupid to say mm-hmm. the least with the things that came out of my mouth instead of just really taking the time but you know in those times where you're hurting as well it's mm-hmm. very easy for you to say 
things and not be able to take those back. Like you can't right. take those words back. You can apologize, but you can never take back something that's been thrown. Yeah. They sting for a long time. Yeah. Like it, especially when it's still fresh. But mm-hmm. I think too, you kind of live in fear sometimes of confrontation with those same people again, because it's like, what are they going to throw out again? Are they going to use that against me again in an argument? Because we tend to do that. You know what it made me just think of talking about stones too. the woman that was stoned mm-hmm. um, and that he said, you know, Jesus said the one to throw the first stone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think, you know, you can't, who are we? Right. You know? Yeah, who are we to always have to speak our opinions of what we think or, mm-hmm. or let someone know how we feel, you know, because we're guilty for that. Like, uh, you know, like I said, I've gotten better over the years and it takes practice, obviously, yeah. and it's not something we'll ever 100% accomplish. But, um, I, you know, I remember back in the day, I was quick to jump on some people with my words and I could care less how it affected them or made them feel. Like, it didn't matter to me. Go ahead and tell me a time you can remember. <laughs> <laughs> well... There's a lot, too. Um, I, for me, I think about my marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime that there had been an argument, you know, and it could have been something small and stupid, but, you know, we would get in an argument, and, you know, I, I was hurt, so I just wanted to hurt him, and so I would say whatever came to my mind that I could just, like, sting him with, yeah. and, you know, it kind of went from there, and he would he would take it, and he would throw something back at me, mm-hmm. and then it would hurt me, and I would go back at him, and it was a never-ending process. It was like a chain effect, and so... Before you know it, you have two extremely hurt people who yeah. just cut the wound deeper, and then it takes longer to heal it. And then it's like every time you get an argument from then on, you're peeling that you know that wound, that scab back off, right. and you're jabbing it again with the same stuff you've already been through. And so for us, like I can honestly say that that's been better over the years because those words, even if there's some truth behind it, like. Mm-hmm. They're not necessary. Yeah, it doesn't help anything. It just makes it worse. And so it's like, what's the point? What's the purpose? What purpose does it serve? Because it really doesn't serve anything. You know, like you truly have to rely on God to get you through those things. And so now it's you know something that I tried to walk away from, um, or he'll he'll walk away from, or not even entertain the idea of an argument. Because yeah. truthfully, at the end of the day, it doesn't make a difference. You know, nothing's changed. And we had some people, you know, that told us one time, always pray together at night, regardless if you're mad or not, um, because you really don't have a choice. You can't go to bed mad if you're praying with each other before you go to bed. Yeah. What do you think, what do you think has helped you to change that thought process of just speaking out from feelings and emotions to really hitting that pause button? Sometimes, because obviously we're not perfect and we don't do it every time. Well, I mean, in all honesty, for myself and and like talking about in my marriage, so to speak, for that portion, um, the fact that we separated for a while and when we decided to get back together, it was a matter of we can't keep doing this. Yeah. We're going to have to work at it 100%. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to put the petty stuff behind us. And so we knew that something had to change because if it didn't, like, we couldn't live that way. Like, it had to change. Um, but for me, you know, I think it was really getting my heart in alignment with God and mm-hmm. what His truths are and really realizing the power that our tongues do have. Um, but most importantly, you know, the purpose that it really doesn't serve. Because right. me saying hurtful things or mean things, it's not, again, serving any purpose. And so for me, I think I just, it was a, a heart check thing. Like I really had to check myself and, and look back and say, you know, like, 
what am I accomplishing by saying this or doing this? And so really just biting my tongue when I want to say everything that's on my mind and tell all the hurts that I feel, really, I just have to bite my tongue and hold back and not say it, you know, go to God in prayer and just be like, I'm mad right now. And I really want to speak my mind, but I'm coming to you and I'm trusting you to, you know, take over me and just really fill me with your spirit right now, because Mm -hmm. otherwise I'm going to lose it. Yeah. I think for me, um, it was, figuring out the posture of my heart because I can't, I obviously can control what comes out of my mouth to a certain degree. Right. Um, Obviously, like it said in that scripture, you know, no man can tame Mm -hmm. your tongue, but I can control it from a certain degree because it's coming from my heart. Right. So if someone is speaking something to me that I know is hurtful in return, that my response has everything to do with the posture of my own heart. That's good. So if my posture of my heart isn't in a good place, Mm -hmm. then probably or not, I'm going to say something that represents it out of my mouth. That's true. But if it is, then I'm going to realize like what they're saying has nothing to do with who I am. Right. Has nothing to do with what God has said over me. Has nothing to do with the Holy Spirit that's living inside of me. Like it has nothing to do with that. So what I respond has everything to do with the posture of my own heart. I can't I can't control what they say, but I surely can try to control what I say. Mm -hmm. It all goes back to um Respond, not react. Yeah, right. Responding in love, mm-hmm. you know, that that's good because the posture of our hearts makes a difference too. You know, I mean, we have our bad days, so I'm not going to sit right. here and pretend like I don't still say things that are ugly or hurtful. You know, there's days where I feel like I've had all I can take and I'm at wit's end by the time I walk in the door and mm-hmm. I'm like... If one person looks at me or asks me for something and it strikes a nerve, I'm going to lose it. And, you know, we've talked about that before, taking it out on your family when it wasn't even something they did. Right. You know, so it's really one of them things that we have to keep our heart posture in alignment with God and in the Word and and all of those things. It takes, the you know, the practicing, putting that into practice. That's everything that we need to do in our lives. But if we're having a bad day, you know, there's not so much that we can do besides walk away from it or just not say nothing at all. And sometimes not saying anything at all can make things worse. It can if, but in reality, a lot of times when I find myself where I know that nothing good is about to come from this, Mm -hmm. it's time to go to bed. Yeah. Like it's time to rest my, rest my soul basically. And I think that that's okay. Um, because it's that's reality. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you do have to kind of hit that pause and take that second or take a time to really process and let everything just kind of like go to a medium ground to where it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, you just have to sometimes. It's that Proverbs 15:1 says a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Mhm. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Man. You shared that verse with me recently in a situation I was going through. Did I? <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's funny because I think about that. I think about my word for the year is gentleness. Mm-hmm. 
and not necessarily it's being more gentle with myself because I'm so hard on myself sometimes and um, expect so much from you know who I and it's like I don't give my room I don't give myself any room for that human error like it and that's okay you know that's how I grow Mm -hmm. and so that gentleness it makes me in return also say to myself, like, am I being gentle with the words that I'm speaking to myself? Right. You know, because that stirs mm-hmm. up anger. That stirs up those mind battles. That stirs up that stuff too. And that really just kind of hit deep right then, you know, yeah. like you, I need to be gentle with myself as well, not just with others, but with myself. Yeah. Cause we are the hardest on ourselves. That right. proves a valid point. I mean, thinking on my own self and the, and the, things that I expect out of myself and the pressure I put on myself to complete certain things or to do or be a certain way. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely you have to give yourself that gentleness. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like the acrostic that you shared because I think that, think, <laughs> I think that, think, um, if we take the time to really think, through what we're about to say um and not every time like that's that's really gonna happen but if we do take the time to think through um things we really can like figure out whether or not it's true and helpful are we throwing stones are Mm we um condemning others as you know are they are we speaking that light and love over somebody's life or are we really hurting someone else Mm -hmm. and is it about to cause the wrath is it about to cause a mass destruction a fire to break Mm -hmm. loose like what what are we doing with the power of our tongues so I think about when we go to other people you know sometimes that you know we have to confront people for certain situations like we go to them out of love you know because I can come to you and you can always put me in place but you put me in place out of a out of a position of love it's not out of anger or, you know, anything that's ugly, you know, in the acrostic, so to speak. So you always approach it out of love and and other friends too. So that's another thing is like, there's a right and wrong way to do things. Yeah. And so we can stop and think and we can give someone that godly vision um, and what they should be doing or what we feel is right um, without saying something ugly that could cause harm or hurt them. Yeah. It's, it's just a matter of truthfully taking time to think about things. Right. It's a matter of, and also offering yourself the grace for not, and also mm-hmm. offering other people grace for when they don't, you know, right. because I think we can get caught, so caught up in the fact of trying to be perfect, trying right. to um, make sure we're saying the right things and, and we're not always going to. Right. And and I don't know how many times that I've said something and gone back home and been like, I probably shouldn't have said that. Or I wonder what they're thinking. Or did I say something wrong? You know, thinking too much into things as well. And and that's that's where grace should be offered. Right. Absolutely. I'm guilty for that too because I think sometimes we say things and it's all about the way we approach them too. It could be the tone that yeah. we use. And so... You know, but sometimes we can overthink things too, mm-hmm. and we could have completely done it the right way, and it never was taken the wrong way from someone else, and then we beat ourselves up about it too. So that's all the more reason why it's important for us to stop and think before we approach something. Yeah. Well, I think just the power of the tongue in general yeah. is something to really be conscious of and to be consistent with. Yeah. 
um, what you say because it's so important to grow in that aspect and to make sure your heart is aligned and to make sure that um, your heart is in a good position so that it's positioned to speak light and Mm -hmm. speak love and speak um of who of god is and and to speak that way so other people are like oh wow you know like she really has changed listen to the way that she presents herself or listen to what you know um what she's saying that that's really touched me how can i use that for myself Mm -hmm. you know that makes me think too um when we get saved, when we become a Christian, you know, the old us is gone and we're, you know, we're new, Yeah, you know, and people should be able to tell that based off the things that come out of our mouths. Mm-hmm. Like, to- you know, we should be totally different. Yeah. We should be more cautious about the things we say. So let's focus on the acrostic this week. The acrostic of think. Is it true? Mm-hmm. Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? And is it kind? All right, and then that's kind of like the focus. Like mm-hmm. I, we challenge you to focus on that acrostic this week before yep. you speak. Yeah, think about it. <laughs> think about it. Hit the pause and know how how impactful mm-hmm. the power of the tongue is. Yep, that's the most important part. <laughs> All right, guys, we hope you got something from this message, um, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, see you later. Bye. Bye.